Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs Quick Pump, a mini show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at Shani B Movies. Today I'm talking about the 2019 gritty city action film 21 Bridges, starring Chadwick Boseman, Sienna Miller, J.K. Simmons, and Taylor Kitsch. If you haven't seen it, it's about a controversial NYPD detective who's thrust into a citywide manhunt for a pair of cop killers while uncovering a massive and unexpected conspiracy. I really like this movie. It is a proper movie with real 90s vibes, which makes me very happy because the 90s just had a formula that worked so well. This movie is a really nice return to form in that way. It's got that classic dilemma of you have the night to catch these guys, shut down the island of Manhattan, big rising music, just so, so good. The high production value of top-tier actors literally being on location in New York City and a zillion stunt sequences. There's very little downtime in this movie. It's really on the go. It's got a lot of sequences and it's exactly what I want in my sort of noir cop thriller, I guess. I did really, really like the score too. And I feel like the score is in movies is just a must for me because I want that tonal reminder and that tonal pressure to keep the story moving, to keep things going forward. And I really, really love the noir trumpet that is always sort of blaring when in certain moments and how if you really listen to the score of this movie, it is telling a story right alongside the story we're watching, which I will always appreciate. I think a a good noir is harder than it seems, and people try it a lot, and it isn't always successful. So I'm really grateful for this one. As far as cop thrillers go, it really does stand up straight and fit kind of right in with all of the best. I really, really like this movie. Starting with, of course, the performances. Chadwick Boseman, as everyone knows, is such a great actor. Every character he plays, he plays with conviction and precisely and in moving ways. And this character is such a good one for him to play. It kept making me think that if Denzel Washington was Bozeman's age at the time, he'd have fought hard to play this role too, because there are so many lines as written that I can hear that same tone that Denzel would tap into when he was playing a detective or when he was trying to not show everything as he was uncovering a, a conspiracy. So I really appreciate that Chadwick Boseman was able to do that with this character. And he just is one of those actors that has a kind of grounding where you could put him into circumstances that are very heightened, but he can just hold the ground. Really sell someone like a character who is literally brought in because they know he's a killer and they have brought him here to kill people to cover something up. But of course, he is a righteous killer, as the film does open with some scripture. He, he has a reason that he kills, and it starts with the death of his father, and it ends with the death of his father. That character is so well-written and has such a good arc, and so I appreciate both the character and what Bozeman did with it. Man, he is the best. Speaking of other actors who are very able to take something heightened and bring it right back down to the ground, J.K. Simmons as the big bad here. We start this movie with a couple of cop killers, as they're called, but really they're just a couple of standard bad guys, wrong place, wrong time, robbery situation. But it's JK who's really in the background here. And honestly, he is just stellar in every role that he plays. He he always brings that like trademark kind of voice quality and attitude in his performances. But there's always really delightful specific choices. And in this one, his very hardened police chief who feels like he feels responsible for and like the 
father of many of the police that have been killed in this incident is is very powerful. And it it he finds a way to create an antihero here that does really challenge you to consider your morals, to consider what it takes to compromise morals. That being said, though, of course, he is speaking from somewhat of a, an entitled and privileged place being a police officer. There are just always things that stick with me or get stuck in my craw when police try to justify their corrupt behavior being such martyrs and so righteous when I'm sure there were better ways to, you know, protect your precinct, to keep your guys happy, to keep their families intact. His reasoning, his motives, they're very human and JK does a really good job of trying to relate that to us. I always appreciate JK. Next up, we've got Sienna Miller, who is the the lady of this story. I, I, of course, wish there were more ladies throughout. There's a couple of other ladies peppered in that are sweet, you know, helping. Uh, there's a witness who gives us some information. There is a woman who's at the desk giving Bozeman information as he's investigating. But Sienna really gets to be there for all the good stuff. And she's his partner playing really harshly against type, just being so rough around the edges and doing a fun New York accent. Again, having a character that is so rich that it's she really does do such a good job filling in every corner of this person. And I really appreciate her. I feel like she doesn't she's so beautiful that she doesn't always get to play. She doesn't always get to embrace the grittiness of the stories that she's been a part of. So I really appreciate in this story how she's on the ground level. She sure she may get held at gunpoint because she's in the middle of, you know, a chase or something, but she's out here calling for people's deaths. She's threatening. She is just as hard as all of the men around her. And I love it. I love her so much. She she's one of my faves. Um, another great performance is Stephen James. He's playing Michael and he has such a soft quality to him. He's such a good person to be the one who it's something about how when you have the person who has done a bad thing, but they're not a bad guy, and they're also somehow kind of like what the audience would be, which is we all might do something bad once or twice if we were desperate enough, but we also have a moral compass. And that's a hard kind of character to play. And I really think that the way that he bounces off of Taylor Kitsch, who is the other half of this wrong place, wrong time team, the way they bounce off of each other, where you can even see how he softens Kitsch and how Kitsch cares about him and is really the one who kind of got him into this trouble because Kitsch's only way to help people is to is to do the wrong thing. And that's a soft, tiny piece of his character we don't really get to do much with because this story is so big. But there's something nice just about how all of these actors, they work so well together. I'm talking about what Chadwick Boseman does and JK does and Sienna does, but it's really what they all do together in these scenes that is where a lot of the magic lies in this in this movie. And especially between these two quote unquote bad guys who are right alongside Bozeman discovering this conspiracy and stuck in a space where the people who don't want this conspiracy to come out, they're willing to kill to protect it. And it is gnarly. So I really appreciate the bad guys in this. I like a good bad guy with a heart. And I also love Taylor Kitsch. I'm so glad he's here. He is another actor that I feel like is really, really good at playing gritty roles, but I think kind of caught that pin from Friday Night Lights as just being like a, a hot guy or something. And he really is fun in action movies. And I appreciate him staying the course in action films because he's a good addition. And I, I always want more of him being that misunderstood, smoldering bad guy. It is always great. And 
I want a franchise for him. I have always wanted a franchise for him. I was out here. I tried to see John Carter and it was not good. So I'm still out here waiting on a franchise for Taylor Kitsch. He's still one of my faves. Also have to quickly mention, we got Keith David here. He's He only plays like a small role. He comes in briefly, but he's classic. I love that he shows up in all the best places. He's a fave and a John Carpenter OG. So you can't, you can't forget to mention that. <laughs> to transition into the filmmaking specifically, the writer of this film is named Adam Mervis, and I'm hoping that's not a typo because I don't know this guy's work very well. So looking him up, I tried to look through. I think he has written a very interesting and intricate and complex story here. So if I see this guy's name again, I am I am tuning in to see what he can come up with because I really do like the writing, the series of events, how everything gets carried out and the writing isn't an important piece of a noir. And here, I think this guy really nails it. His co-writer, Matthew Michael Carnahan, is known for a lot, many movies that we would recognize, you know, The Kingdom, World War Z, Dark Waters, Deepwater Horizon. I appreciate that there is that seasonedness that comes to this story. And I'm excited for the other writer to be able to hopefully go on and do as much. The director is Brian Kirk, and what's really interesting is he mostly did TV. I watch a lot of uh, streaming original films, so I see a lot of TV directors transitioning into filmmaking. And this movie, I have to say, really surprises me because it's a proper movie. The directing is on the huge Hollywood scale that you want it to be on. And surprisingly, for a director to mostly come from TV, I, you don't expect that. But of course, he comes from the most prestigious TV, lots of cable network stuff, you know, Dexter, Luther, Boardwalk Empire, and the pinnacle Game of Thrones, right? I think a lot of Game of Thrones is cinematic, and I would trust a TV director that comes out of HBO. So top tier folks uh, behind the camera as well, and that contributes to the great sequences in this movie. <laughs> There are so many big sequences in this movie, the initial robbery and the shootout in the street, just the surprise of it all, how it goes from being very quiet, very slow to exploding and gunfire is amazing. And, you know, trying to peel out and just smashing into cop cars, just a lot of unexpected action in these sequences, especially in the Switzerland apartment shootout when they go to the place where the guy is hopefully going to hold the money for them so they can maybe get out of the city and the police show up and shoot right through the peephole and get the guy in the eye, which is awesome. And then again, another shootout in the street. Like they really take over and it does feel like they truly have shut it down in a way where it is their playground. And both of those street shootouts prove it, as does the, you know, one-on-one -on -one chase that's happening through sort of like a kitchen maze and in and out of the streets non-stop we're going here and then there and then here and then there but we're we're in pursuit and we're also following a thread i like that about this story too because it doesn't really feel like there are any wasted moments you know everything feels like it is carried out in a series of events that it needs to be carried out so that we can't get any tells but we also don't miss anything that would make us feel confused when the big reveals happen Obviously, the big bad showdown is where it's at, but I'll save most of my thoughts for that as the best kill, because of course, there are kills in all of these sequences, but uh, the best one is yet to come. 
So for the best stunt, I decided to try to go small because there are too many big ones to choose from. So what I really liked is during one of the chases, when they're headed to the subway, Michael leaps onto the subway track, like just missing. And I kind of love those because they require, you know, a stunt person doing something legitimately dangerous, but they also require timing and camera movement and music and a lot of collaborative pieces for something that appears to be small. So that's the one. Very badass. I like it. Try to draw your attention to it when you're rewatching this. To round it all out here, I will talk about J.K. Simmons's kill. In the end, you know, we need the big bad to go down. And after Michael is confronted on the train and Sienna Miller is rescued and he has the flash drive and he's waiting at home for J.K., not willing to go down without a fight, calls in all the backup, and Bozeman's kind of got to go through this house maze in a shootout where all of the dirty cops are showing up in reserves. Bozeman's got to kill all of them. They're all shooting first, so he's still in line with it, but he's taken everybody out in this, and JK's got an amazing wound that he's holding that's bleeding while we're waiting for the scene to really hit its height. Ultimately, I, I love this scene and I choose it for the emotional material because, like I mentioned earlier, this film starts with Bozeman as a child at his father's funeral and his father was killed uh, as a result of drug activity or drug-related crime. And in the end of this movie, when he is confronting JK, he is telling the story of his father to JK and how JK can tell him the story about, you know, why he has all these good intentions, but it still results in good people dying is, is ultimately where Bozeman stands. And in a way, he's kind of giving getting a version of vengeance. So I really like this scene. Not to mention that there's an exploding headshot in the end when JK just won't go down without a fight. It's a bummer Sienna is bad, but she comes in and thankfully she's not willing to cling to the bad behavior. She she is the voice of accountability who takes those cuffs and is gonna go down. <laughs> So many great things about this movie. I highly recommend it, and I will for sure be rewatching this movie many, many times in the future. It's just, oh, it's so, so good. All right, that about wraps it up for me. Thank you for listening to Movie Buffs Quick Pump and for breaking down 21 Bridges. You can follow the show on Instagram at Action Movie Buffs, and you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Shani B Movies. Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you next time on Movie Buffs Quick Pump. Stay buff. Mm-hmm.